Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. Welcome. First off, let me say, I don't think anyone is a loser. But you may label yourself that, or someone else may have done that, which makes you feel bad or maybe it depresses you. If enough people say bad things about you, you may start to believe it. Today, I'm going to talk about the definition of a loser, how calling yourself one may impact you, And where did you get that from anyway? I'm going to touch on the law of attraction, some possible results of turning that belief around, five steps to take to reverse that belief, and a guided visualization to start changing the belief that you're a loser right now. That sounds like a lot to do, I know, but it'll go by pretty quick. Merriam-Webster says the definition of a loser is a person or thing that loses, duh, especially consistently a person who is incompetent or unable to succeed, or someone doomed to fail or disappoint. That's pretty scary, that last part. They're doomed to fail or disappoint. And you may feel that way. It's just basically a belief about yourself. But is it in all areas of your life, or just a certain area that you feel you're a loser? Maybe you have a horrible love life, but your career is amazing. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe your financials are horrible and you think you're a loser there, but everything else in your life goes really well. Look at where you are judging yourself to be a loser. That is the most important thing. Where is it in your life? And hopefully it's not the whole thing, but if it is, you're here. Let's look at it. So how calling yourself a loser may impact you is a number of ways. You might hold yourself back from trying new things. Or you may not speak up when you need to, like when your boss is saying something negative to you, or maybe in any type of relationships where people are treating you poorly. Maybe you're depressed or sad. You may lack ambition, thinking you can't have more than you do already. So you don't even bother. You may think you deserve bad things to happen to you, or at least no good things. Not to get that raise or that job. Not to meet someone or keep a loving relationship. People you may assume will leave you or abandon you or treat you poorly. If you think you're a loser, you may expect to perform badly at work or in that game or that foot race because you don't think you deserve more. Maybe you think you'll do a bad interview. Basically, you hold yourself back from being the best you that you can be because you just don't think you deserve what you want or that you aren't good enough at something, attractive enough or smart enough. Where did that come from? 
Think back. You may not remember, but sometimes we do. What was the origin of this belief about yourself? Did you fail so many times at things when you were growing up that you started believing that you were a loser? Or maybe you only failed once, but it was so spectacular and so memorable that you came to that conclusion. Maybe you were so embarrassed or felt like you let somebody's expectations down. Or maybe someone in your family called you a loser. Maybe it was a parent or a sibling. Maybe the bully at school did, or even teachers, where they might say, why aren't you as smart as your brother or sister? You hate hearing that, but maybe they did say that, and you turned that into, wow, I'm such a loser. Maybe you didn't do well in tests. If it was someone in a responsible position that made you feel less than, like a parent or a teacher, you may have given more weight to that opinion than you would like a brother or sister who you could just smack upside the head or push around, perhaps, and the school bully who you just sort of ignored. You might have taken on what they said and adopted that belief as your own. The law of attraction, to simplify it, basically says that the more you believe something and think about something, the more that you're going to attract it. So if you think you're a loser, you'll start attracting situations and people that will validate that belief. What if all you really had to do was think of yourself as a winner to start turning around that belief? I'm going to talk more about that in a bit. But looking at possible results of turning that belief around, you'll give yourself more of a chance when you want to go for something. You'll believe that you might actually have it work, that you'll win at something. You may enjoy your job more or find one that means more to you if you believe in yourself as more of a winner. Your finances could turn around. You'll be willing to try new things like new hobbies or maybe go to back to school for something that you've always wanted to do. You'll be open to learning more for your job or for your personal growth. You might even ask for that raise. If you reach higher, you might get better friends that support you because perhaps the ones you have now don't. Perhaps you'll have a love life with someone who values you if perhaps the person now doesn't. Once you believe more in yourself, you'll broaden your mind with more possibilities for your life and things will just start shifting. There's a lot more things that will benefit you by shifting that mindset from loser mentality to someone, not just even a winner, because that's a big judgment call, but someone to feel that you deserve it, that you feel that you deserve to have every wonderful thing, because you do. I want to go into the five steps to take to reverse your belief in being a loser. And there are a lot of other steps you could take, but these are five steps I think that are actually the cornerstone of getting you to move and shift that belief so that you value yourself more. The first two require paying attention and really listening. It can be more difficult than you think to listen, as I learned in Toastmasters, because we have something called an awe counter, where you actually count everybody's extra words that they say in a speech, things like ah and um, and you know, things that annoy you that people add in constantly. When you actually do that, you have to pay attention to every word that someone says. You not only hear each individual word, but you hear the meaning more. It's a real training exercise for your ear. And that's something you need to do. Because normally, 
you might say or hear from someone and it doesn't really compute. You hear it, it doesn't really get to you. You don't realize what it's saying to your subconscious or what you're saying to your subconscious by how you either put yourself down or you don't expect that you deserve certain things or that you're worthy of having good things in your life. To be honest, we don't hear it because we don't really listen. I know I've always been too busy thinking ahead. What can I say next in this conversation that I don't really listen to the conversation? And that is someone that you don't necessarily want to talk to. You want that person that keeps asking you questions and is curious and is really listening. So do yourself a favor and listen to what people say and what you say about yourself. So number one is self-talk. This first step is something that you need to listen to, not only what you say about yourself, or you mumble under your breath when someone says, oh, God, you did a great job. You go, yeah, not really. Yeah. Did you hear yourself? Those mumbles under your breath, those thoughts that you have when someone compliments you, pay attention to what those are. Instead of saying thank you, say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I was blah, blah, blah. People don't appreciate being unappreciated for compliments because it takes some effort to give someone a compliment for most people. If you realize what you're saying, especially if someone gives you compliments, but also if someone says something negative to you, well, you won't get the job anyway. And you go, yeah, I know. Why did you say that? Why did they say that? So listen to those things and especially your thoughts. What are you thinking? It's hard to catch yourself sometimes. But at least try and do it for an hour at a time or even 20 minutes at a time. See if you can do it just during your regular day and find how many times you catch yourself. Because if you have a belief that you're a loser in a certain area of your life or maybe in your entire life, you're going to hear yourself say things that reinforce that loser mentality and that loser belief system. And that's where you can start shifting it. And don't say something negative in a positive way. Well, yeah, I deserve it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay, that's okay. But say, yes, I deserve it. Fake it till you make it. Pretend if you have to. Say, no, stop yourself in the middle of a negative comment and shift it to something absolutely positive. Even if your mind goes, yeah, you're rolling your eyes in your mind, you go, stop that. This is indeed what I choose to believe. Let's see how it works. Let's give this a shot. The second step is to look at and listen to the people in your life. I mentioned a little bit about that. If people are talking negative, think about setting up boundaries. But before you even do that, pay attention. If people are saying critical things to you, or speaking what you think of as negatively to you when you start paying more attention? Is it someone you respect and that you honor and esteem that's saying these things to you? If it is, you might want to go, oh, wait a minute. Why would they say that? Let me pay attention to what they said. Is this true? Is this something I need to work on? Or is this just them, just not someone I need in my life? But especially if it's someone you really honor and you're thinking, Hmm, I respect this person. Let me actually pay attention to what they said about this. Let me not agree with them just off the cuff because subconsciously I agree with them. 
let me pay attention to what they're saying, how they're saying it, and maybe ask them questions to explain what they mean. Now, normally we don't want to hear bad things about ourselves, and I understand that, but pay attention and engage them in a conversation if it seems appropriate and say, you know, I really respect you. And when you say things like that, I want to know what you mean so that I can actually see if it resonates with me. Can you tell me more about what you mean when you say I do this or I am that way? Can you give me examples maybe so I can learn from it? People will be shocked, first off, that you don't either put up a wall of defense or change a subject or criticize or just say, yeah, whatever, and move on. If you ask them, they may not be able to tell you what it is. They may just say it's a feeling, but pay attention. If these are people who are negative and you realize that they're always negative, then that may be something you need to do something about, which I'll get to in a minute. Really take what people say to heart if it resonates, if you get more information, and then do something with that information. That's an action step that you can do something when you have that information. The third thing is part of what I was just saying. Surround yourself with people who support you. It doesn't mean they always say the positive things to you, but it means that when you say you want to do something, they don't automatically say, oh yeah, yeah, good luck. That ain't going to happen. And you go, wait a minute. I can't tell anybody what I want to do or my dreams or my goals that are starting to happen because they always put me down. So who are those people that put you down? You might want to have a heart to heart with them and say, look, I love you. I want you in my life, but why do you say things like that to me? That's not acceptable. You put me down constantly. You can't love me and put me down constantly and make me feel good about myself. Can we do something about this? Can you help me? Because I really want to change. And some people you really have to pay attention to and go, is this someone that's going to be good for me in my life? Is this somebody that nurtures me, that helps me, that supports me? And if you look around and you find there's nobody out there that does in the area where you think that you're a loser, you may find that you need to let a number of people go. If you find that's the case, even with one person, how do you go about doing it? Well, some people are easier than others, obviously. If you have a boss that's bad, you may have to get a brand new job or retire early. (laughs) If you feel like it's someone you don't see that often, You just don't see them even less often. You don't return their calls immediately. You don't return their texts immediately. If they get talked to you two or three times in a row over a course of a month, you go, oh, sorry, I kept meaning to get back to you. But keep doing that. Keep spreading that time farther and farther apart until you just don't talk to that person anymore. If they aren't close friends, it's fairly easy to do. If you're in like a bowling league or something with someone or you have a hobby that you see that person all the time, or a group, then you just don't talk to them as much. You don't keep the conversation going as long. You excuse yourself if you get stuck in a conversation that doesn't work for you. Or you step away, go to the bathroom, help other people, say, oh, I'm so sorry, I need to talk to this other person, and go talk to them. There are a lot of ways to not hurt someone's feelings, but you might also want to tell somebody, I'm sorry, I need to find people that support me And you always say negative things to me, and I can't be around you right now. And that may make them think, oh, you're kidding. I always say negative things. 
it could also make them get defensive. So you have to be prepared if you decide to be honest with someone because it can kind of slap you in the face if they get defensive. And they might say nasty things like, well, you are negative. Well, you are bad. Well, you are a loser. And you just look at them and you might say, yeah, see, that's exactly what I mean. I can't have you as a friend or I can't be around you right now until I can shift and change because you're not helping me with what I want to do. You don't need to be that upfront with everybody, just with the people that feel appropriate to you. And it can be anybody, either the person that's always nasty and you say, I can't be around you. You're too nasty. I don't need you in my life. And they might go, well, fine, be that way. And you go, okay, I will. Bye. (laughs) They won't necessarily think you mean it. Then don't return phone calls. Don't return texts. If they start changing or saying, wow, you really made me think. And you're right. I really am. For some reason, I kind of more negative around you. And then they might explain why. Maybe they do an email and maybe you take them back as a friend. But be careful because this is your time to grow and change. If you want to change your belief structure about being a loser, you don't want to take people back that will keep that subconscious belief going. You can also look at people who not only make you feel bad about yourself, but who saps your energy when you're done with them. Some people are more obvious than others. I've had people before, I get done talking to them and they won't stop talking on the phone or in person for hours. And I'm going, oh my God, I get home or I hang up the phone and go, that wasn't a conversation. That was a therapy session. I'm exhausted. And while I'm a life coach, And I have certain people I'm more than happy to talk to that way. It can't always be one-sided. They need to be a friend and you're not their therapist or their punching bag. And when someone's going through a hard time, that's why we have friends. We allow people to talk to us and complain and whine and say, help me, I need help because we're social animals. But you don't want someone who only does that always and drags you down. That's someone that you don't need in your life. So really pay attention to those people. It might not be obvious. So make sure when you're done meeting with someone or talking with someone on the phone, if you think they might be one of those people, check in with yourself. Say, hey, how do I feel? Do I feel energized by being around this person? Do I feel exhausted? Do I feel annoyed? How do I feel? And if that's the same way you feel every single time, that gives you very good information so you can decide what you want to do. And those people that are close friends, people that are blood relatives or you have to work with every day, that makes it a little harder. You can withdraw a bit. You can not talk about certain things or you can set up boundaries with them. And boundaries are great, but you can't let people cross them without at least calling them out and saying, hey, that hurt. Don't be such a jerk. You can call people out and say, hey, whenever you're going to say negative things to me like that, that hurts my feelings, I'm going to tell you now. I never told you before. It's created a space between us and it makes me really pissed off. It hurts my feelings or it makes me feel bad about myself or whatever you want to say. Because if you set a boundary, you need to tell them ahead of time that, hey, sometimes you make me feel bad on myself and I want you to know that. So when that you hit that, I'm going to tell you now because I want to keep you as a friend or as a loved one, or I want to keep talking to you, mom or dad, (laughs) but I don't need that negativity in my life. And if you're going to keep doing that, I can't see you as often, or I can't be with you. And sometimes we need to make those hard decisions for our own health and wellness, 
because some people just aren't good for us. And that's a huge step. So really think about it before you just automatically snap at every single person you're around and go, you don't make me feel good. I'm leaving. Sometimes as you shift, those people will shift as well and they won't talk to you negatively anymore. For something about you, perhaps that's causing that reflection, that mirror that they're holding up and they're helping you validate what you already believe. So shift that belief and don't let them do that anymore. That was a very long third step, but I think you understand what I'm talking about. So surround yourself with people who support you and he'll speak honestly with you about, hey, you just did something maybe from the other side, they're willing to put their boundaries up. Hey, you're really stuck in negativity today. Are you okay? What's going on? Perhaps that's what you need when you get stuck and you need someone to point that out for you. Step number four is to start believing in your value. So how do you do that? Every single person has value, even if you think you don't. And if it's only in one area of your life, then look at that area. If it's in relationships and you can't keep one, look at who you are as a person. Are you sweet and loving and kind? Or maybe you're not. But look at the times that you are and appreciate and value yourself for those times when you're honest, when you're kind, whenever it may be, look at yourself and see your value in those qualities. If you're smart, if you're maybe book smart, but not so much other kinds of smart, they used to call it street smart. Maybe you're street smart and not the kind of book smart. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you can value in yourself is very important. Even if you can't think of those things, of all the things you do well, what hobbies do you do well? What do you do well at your job? Maybe there are certain things or maybe you're great at the whole thing. It doesn't have to be in that one area that you think you're a loser in. Or maybe, like I said, you think you're a loser in your whole life. Look at each thing because there's a lot more than you think. Maybe you're good at arts some sort of art of something or crafts. Maybe you make things that are really good and be your creative in some way. Maybe you sing or dance or act, or maybe you don't do any of those things. Maybe you are really good at remembering jokes because Lord knows that isn't me. I rarely can remember a good joke unless I write it down or unless I say it 30 seconds after I hear it (laughs) to somebody else. Maybe you're great at IT, social media, There's a lot of stuff you may know that somebody else may not know that well. And it doesn't mean that you're comparing yourself to anyone else. It just means, what do you think you're good at? Take it apart in every area of your life. Are you a great cook? Maybe you think, well, I don't starve, but maybe you make mean lasagna or great chocolate chip cookies. Maybe those are the things that you do well. doesn't mean you could cook everywhere in every part of the kitchen and the different types of food. Maybe you make a fabulous salad. Whatever it may be, look at what it is and value yourself for each thing you come up with. Maybe you're good with children. And like I said, if you're kind or considerate or loving, do something sweet for someone. Value yourself every time you do that. And when someone gives you a compliment, say thank you. Don't make an excuse. Don't say, oh, thank you, but... Or even not even say thank you and go, oh, well, you know, stop it. You have value. You are not a loser. You are a valued person, which to me is an opposite of loser, being valued. 
Because winner is just another judgment, just like loser is. But being valued is different. You have unique talents and strengths. So whenever someone puts you down or you put yourself down, go back over some of this list and realize that you are more than you think you are. You are more valued and love yourself more for each thing you value in yourself. The people you hang with can introduce us to ways of thinking that we hadn't thought of before. They might change our priorities and enrich our lives. Or they can pull us down and make us think worse things about ourselves. It's not necessarily easy to change, but you have the power of choice. If you can't find enough value, look around you. Get involved with something that makes you feel good about yourself. It can be a big step. Look on the internet. What makes you feel good? If you feel valued, if you're saving the whales or going out and helping at the SPCA, then do it. Find the time and make it a priority, even if it's only a couple of hours a month. Something that gives you value that you go, I didn't see anything in me at all. But now, yeah, I do one thing. And then you'll start seeing other things. You can even ask your friends, what do you value in me as a friend? What do you see good? Because I'm having some issues with finding the good things about myself. What do you see good? If you have decent friends or loved ones, they are going to come up with a bunch of stuff. If they can't come up with anything, maybe you don't want them as a friend because you want someone who does value you. That is sort of a last resort for most people because they don't want to hear necessarily what people say. They're afraid because they don't value themselves enough. But you might be very surprised at what people value in you. And you might go, oh, well, yeah, don't do that. Remember, compliments. Accept the compliments. The fifth thing is to look for tools that would change that limiting belief. You might try I am affirmations. I have both a podcast on how to do affirmations as well as the actual affirmations themselves on YouTube. My podcast, as you know, is called Living Your Limitless Life, and you're listening to it. YouTube is under my name. By going there, you can find about, well, over 50 for sure, guided visualizations, which is the second thing on my list, which we're going to do today. Meditations. You can find over probably 150 now, the joy corners. If you look up the joy corner under my name, you're going to find a bunch of I am affirmations. I have one a week on Sunday that comes out. Feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel because it's a good thing to have I am affirmations that you use, it can help shift that subconscious, even if it's just a nudge, even a 1% or half a percent of shift in a belief will start the ball rolling in the right direction. You also can listen to podcasts, like I said, like this one or anything else that really sustains you, that brings you peace, that brings you joy. People that speak on YouTube, there's a lot that you can find, not just funny animal videos, the people that talk, that help you, that bring you up. Don't make them your guru, but do listen to different people and subscribe to their YouTube channels so that you can really feel the difference because people's vibrations, you can help and train with them. Like when somebody laughs or cries and you're all of a sudden you're crying with them or you're laughing with them, like a good movie, 
you shift your vibration to match theirs. Make sure you're choosing the right people to shift your vibration for and with. Now I'm going to get into that guided visualization. I want you to take a step right now to help you start shifting that belief that isn't working for you. So let's get comfy. Sit down, close your eyes. If you're driving or something, by all means, or you're exercising on a treadmill, don't close your eyes if you're doing those two things, but you can still get into the mode and really feel through this. So let's relax take a breath and allow yourself to let the cares of the day just sort of subside. Allow them to move out of your area. You can put them all in a drawer if you want. Come back and look at those later, but let them go for the moment. And take another breath and allow it to move away from you, knowing that you can pick them up later if you need to. Those cares aren't important right now. And one more breath as you start raising your conscious mind higher and higher and out of your body. Raise it up high enough so that you feel that you are connected by a silver cord, but you're not inside your body any longer. Raise it high enough so that perhaps you're at the ceiling level or above the ceiling, looking down at your body relaxed And see all those spots in that being, in that subconscious mind, the dark spots, the things that aren't glowing as much when you think about being a loser or about not being good enough, not being attractive enough or smart enough. When you look at that, what does that body look like? Do you see dark spots in it? Do you see perhaps a fogginess or a depressing cloud over it or something Look at your body from above. And then realize that you have the power to change this belief. You have the power because you created the belief. It couldn't have happened without you agreeing to it at some level. That alone gives you power to undo what you did. You aren't a victim. You are the champion You can choose again to release what you don't want in your life. So looking down at your body, start feeling like you can start pulling down from above or beyond or within or however you want to think of it, a healing light. You can start seeing it spread through your body. First, see it coming down through the crown of your head down into your body and down through every section of your body, through that brain and that head, through your eyes, healing thoughts that hold you back, that you aren't good enough, that you're a loser. Release those thoughts now as you see this healing light coming down through each section of your body, farther and farther through your body, all the way down through your fingers, down through your torso, your heart, your lungs, every bit of your body with this healing light so that the parts of you and that belief structure that really believed that you were a loser in one or more areas of your life starts letting go. 
If it was a dark spot, it starts lightening. If it was a heaviness, it starts lightening as well. Allow it to go through your legs, through your knees, down through your ankles, into your feet. That healing light is now glowing in every area of your body. And allow it to move into that subconscious mind. Picture your subconscious mind in any way you'd like. Whether it's a mind inside your mind, or whether it's just a part of your body that's holding on to something. What part of your body usually does that? Do you have bad knees, a bad hip? Perhaps it's your shoulders, like so many people, or your neck. Maybe you get headaches. See that particular part of your body releasing as you release the fear and the worry and the limiting belief that you are a loser. Release that, especially in that area of your body where you're usually tight. Feel that part of your body relaxing and a brighter light coming into that specific part of your body. And breathe through while you look down on your body. And now I want you to see your heart starting to glow. It glows from within, that love pouring through every part of your body, through your mind, through the part of your body that's always tense, through any part of your body that needs healing from a regular physical manifestation as well. Every part of your body is glowing now when you look down at it. And as you allow yourself to start slipping back into your body, coming back down in, allow yourself to hold that glow, that bright light that you have. Know that you have value, that you have immense value, that everything about you is connected to source whatever that means to you. And that value that you have comes from a deeper and or higher source. And you allow it to flow through you. You allow it to be part of you. And you allow it to show the world the love you have for yourself and for the world. You have value. I know it. And now you realize it too. After this guided visualization is over, you will feel that value increasing. You'll appreciate yourself more. You'll start thinking of more and more things about yourself that you're grateful for, that you have value in. And as you breathe and you relax into your body more and more, feel that mind believe that you have value. That loser mentality doesn't fit any longer. You only have belief in yourself and knowledge that you are enough. And now as you come back into your body, as you already were there, but now that you're going to be opening your eyes, be willing to take this feeling with you for the rest of the day and as long as it's willing to stay there, knowing you can come back and listen again and again if necessary. So now taking another deep breath, Fill your fingers and your toes and wiggle them as you can. And now open your eyes, feeling alert 
and feeling refreshed and knowing that you have so much more value than you ever knew. Now that you're back, let me just say that losers are only losers if you think they are. So if you're willing to let that go, you will no longer be a loser. And if other people mention it, you can just check in with yourself and go, no, no, not me. I don't know who you're talking about. Must be yourself. I'm good. But don't keep going for cheap fixes and excuses or ignoring it because you need to actually take the steps. Do what you need to do for yourself so you feel better about yourself. Don't just live with it. You might have to get down to your deepest, darkest spot before you're willing to take that time. But if you don't turn it around, your life can't be all those wonderful things you want it to be. Maybe even things you didn't know that you could have will start happening, will start being possibilities to you. And you might start shifting your goals that you never even knew you had into something amazing. So here are those five steps again. First, listen to self-talk and then work to change it. Self-talk means self-thought too. When you're thinking, is just as powerful as when you're saying it out loud. Make sure what you're thinking isn't, oh God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that. It's more like, oh, that was a moment. That was interesting. Let's shift that one. I'm smarter than that. Even that makes you go, oh, oh, I am smarter than that. I better start doing something smarter then. Your subconscious is an interesting thing. The second step is to listen to people in your life. Really, really listen. What are they saying? How does it make you feel? And are they people you want in your life? If it makes you feel bad, but you really honor that person, you respect their opinions, then pay attention. Listen to what they have to say. And maybe ask them, well, let me ask you, because I really would like to improve myself. What do you mean by that? When you say that, can you give me an example or just explain more? So be, instead of defensive, If it's someone that you respect, be questioning, be interested, say, hey, I'm a little confused. Can you explain what you mean by that? I'd really like to to know so I can maybe change a little bit or shift a little bit on the way I'm acting or thinking. People will tell you and then you decide and check in. Is it real? Is it not real? Just like I said before. The third step is to surround yourself with people that support you, that make you feel good. Sometimes people don't, but it doesn't mean they should always make you feel bad. So go back and listen to step three if you have questions about that one. And step four is look at where you bring value. What about you is valued? Look at yourself. What emotions do you have that really are sweet and lovely? What do you do that you do well? Where do you make a difference? Where do you value yourself? There's going to be spots of your life, even if you don't think any of your life is valuable, you'll be surprised. There are more and more things you can come up with once you start looking. It's kind of like being grateful. It's the same thing. Even if you don't think you have anything to be grateful for when you start, the more you count your blessings and what you're grateful for, the more you'll find even if they're really small things. And number five, look for tools that will change that limiting belief. Sometimes we don't look, but they're in our face. Or And believe me, if you ask the universe, I need a tool that's going to work for me to shift this, 
you are going to get it. And be careful because it could be a train that comes at you. (laughs) It could be a really big one. It could be something that knocks you down and goes, oh my God. Okay. Maybe you're listening and you go, I want to work with her. I need a life coach. That could be the train that changes your life. That could be the thing that knocks you down and drags you along and goes, now, this is it. This is the difference. Maybe you have a friend you want to talk to. Whatever it is when you ask the universe to make a change, it's going to be happening for you. Trust it. Know it. It will happen. Decide to take control of your life and do that work. The benefits are huge. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day. Today's gonna be.